<sighs> well, young Sean, vacation's over. Ain't that a bitch? Next week, February 1st, 2021, is the season premiere of the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. And I got to tell you, young Sean, man, uh, I got to tell you something, man. We're not going to be too long here uh, on this little pre-bump. How y'all doing? Y'all okay? Everybody all right? How y'all doing? Kings, Queens, everybody, y'all good? Y'all know it's a, it's the last replay. Then we moving into that new, new. I hope everyone is well. Young Sean, you good? Everything good with you? All right. All right. Okay. I got to tell y'all. I've been podcasting since, I think, the end of 2007 had a very influential and very successful urban podcast Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on Next Door Neighbor Radio myself, Cousin Ed, DJ Natural. do you know that they took all of those shows down on, on our on our uh, all our podcasts feeds because they said that we violated some kind of copyright thing that we Research heavily and, and, and didn't think we violated at all. And they did give us a chance to try to come to the table with why they should keep the things up. But then when I tried to come to the table, they wouldn't accept it. So all of those shows that we did, gone. Now we got them somewhere. They're on hard drives and SD cards and, and whatever. They all over the place. That podcast, let, let me tell y'all. Oh, nobody may not know about us now, young Sean. But let me tell you, back in the day, we influenced a bunch of people y'all listen to right now. Ring my bell on a pre-bump. Y'all hear the bell? All right, all right. Anyway, my point is, you know, I'm telling you, man, I don't think I've ever taken a break as long as as this time on Beat Break Radio, and it's because I have so many other things to do. Uh, I really do appreciate the love that that the listening family gives us, man. It is you guys. If you understood the impact of this show on Beat Break Radio, you guys come through. If it's a replay, y'all come through, especially when it's the new new. Y'all spread the word. My social media presence is weak, but the show's strong. And 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 to me, that's love. I mean, that that just means that people fucking love you. So for the 2021 season, family, I just plan on trying to improve on the things that I'm weak upon. Is my marketing is weak? I'm basically doing it on my own. And I suck at it. <laughs> I have a bunch of people that volunteer to do it, but we can never get up with each other at the same time. And, and so for 2021 family, I, I just promised the, the shows. Are, listen, the shows are going to be fire. 
Do you hear me? I'm going to tell you all about that in a second. But I do think this show deserves a, a, a bigger spotlight than it has. And I realize that if the show's not doing the enormous amount that it should do on as far as podcasting or internet radio or anything goes I know it's me it's not beat break it's not lack of listener participation it's it's no it's not it's me so I'm going to come into 2021 um, giving that to you guys going a little harder with the marketing and you know I don't like being I don't like social media I don't want to be on YouTube. I just want to record my show, and that's just horrible business. Uh, I see broadcasters and podcasters. Podcasters are broadcasters. I see them doing their thing. Some of them damn near 24-7, and it's not their bread and butter like this ain't mine's. And a lot of people hit me up and go, how did they do this and you're not doing and I'm like no don't no 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 don't don't knock nobody's shit you know what it is they're working harder than me now they're not working harder than me on content they're not coming to it like me when it come to giving y'all the shit from the soul and the heart can nobody do that they just work on their marketing more give them props for that salute Anyway, family, uh, this is the last replay. Next week, February 1st, starts the beginning of a new season of the Jeff is Moody Show. We got a brand new musical intro for you because uh, for those of you that don't know, I am the guy that would give you a brand new intro every year. Sometimes I'll fuck around and give you two intros in one year. I'm a music guy. It's kind of what we do. Jahai, what up? Jay Perry, what up? Incel, what up? I don't know where Incel is. He don't he don't call me no more for no reason. Big fee, I don't hear from him no more. All good. All my brothers, all of them have lent heavily. Jahai is still lending. What up, kid? What up, baby bro? Love you, man. Love all y'all. Yeah. So we're going to be coming just with more fire. I'm not switching too much up, y'all. I, I'm not switching too much up. Little, 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 little this sometimes, little that sometimes. And, of course, like I've been telling you guys leading up to the new season, every two or three weeks, y'all going to have the Sidebar Brothers. And that's going to be uh, Casino and myself and sometimes Cousin Ed. And you never know who you might hear on this show for the Sidebars. I typically talk from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. or a little past 5, and Naturel plays out till 6. And what's going to happen on the weeks? You're not going to get the sidebars every week. But sidebars is basically a phone chat. Y'all know when I go, it's phone check, fool, phone check, homie. Sidebars is really a, a, a phone check. But it's a, it's a more organized phone check with Casino and I as the main culprits of habitual line stepping that's gonna be a new addition we got a couple of new segments but for the most part it ain't broke i ain't really trying to fix too much shit 
So here we go. We're going to replay episode 23 this week. Before we get out of here, I want to thank you guys for the love that you've shown me since I came here. Um, it means a lot. And hopefully you guys will continue that next year. Um, listen, I ain't got much of a script. I ain't got much of a... I just kind of get on and... I know I, I know enough celebrities and athletes. I swear I think the show could be bigger and I just don't want it to be that kind of show. I, I never want to be the guy that's just known for other people's business in the sense of celebrity. I've always wanted to carry my weight as a life podcast to inspire you, to make you laugh, to give you serious news and silly ass news and to tell some hardcore truth that you may not always be comfortable with. I wanted to carry my weight for the actual individual that I am. I am not a good dick rider. Sorry, Sean Garvey. Penis rider. <laughs> pause. Casino, that's a pause. I'm not good at sucking celebrity penis. I'm just not. I don't want to talk to celebrities every week. I don't want to report to you what they're doing every week. You want to know why? Because you yourself, you have things going on every week. And I don't want to spill the soup or the tea. What do these cock riders call all this shit? Is it super tea? I don't like spilling shit, period. So when I do my celebrity reporting, I'm usually mocking them anyway. I want it to be a show that talks about real shit that we experience and that we go through. And that's what I've always stayed with, even through my even 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 to my own detriment. Professionally, we're doing this shit. And I'm not going to change. If you knew how many people have offered me to come be a cock rider. To be a meat rider and it would present way more opportunity than here or a lot of other places I can be if you guys only knew what I turned down to keep my integrity and that's who's coming back in 2021 okay so with that being said young Sean we're going to replay episode 23 we will see you guys next week on February 1st 2021 with the um season premiere of the gym show rest in peace hank aaron do y'all know that i used to chop it up with hank aaron at at my ortho's office dr scott galogli he's the one that did my uh, three of my knee surgeries and hank aaron was one of his one of his clients do y'all know i used to sit and talk to hank fucking aaron great guy travel safely uh, what else before we get out of here, young Sean? Happy Black History Month, you goofy bastards. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all waited till February to start celebrating your blackness. I don't do that. Every day is black history and all around the clock. Yeah, we got a month, but fuck February. Fuck it. <laughs> y'all still there? Who does this? 
who has pre Young Sean, who has pre-bumps this good before replay? Who in the hell does this? And on the last note, I, I, I feel like I'm missing some stuff, but I ain't got nothing in front of me. Whatever. Whatever. Donald Trump is gone, guys, but don't don't you guys get complacent. Don't not see what's going on in front of you right now. I know on inauguration day, I saw a bunch of Negroes acting like even Biden gives a fuck about you. I'm not knocking nobody's style, but I saw the pearls coming out and the, the celebrations and people crying. And I understand it. Donald Trump was such a cancer to this country and he was such a cancer to human progression. I can see people being elated that he's gone, but he's not really gone. There's 70 million people of his that are still here. Donald Trump ain't gone just like the devil ain't gone. Satan ain't gone. God cast Satan out of heaven. Satan still has an influence in the world. And we do too much celebrating. Sometimes we do too much shucking and fucking jiving. And we forget what's going on. Like there was a white domestic terrorist act in the United States just two weeks ago. Or two weeks and change ago. And a lot of those white domestic terrorists, while you niggas are jumping up and down and fucking yippity do dadaying a fucking inauguration of two people that y'all need to keep in check and not be celebrating I'm so tired of y'all celebrating your employees in a way that your employer doesn't celebrate you Biden is your fucking employee so is Kamala Harris you motherfuckers love jumping up and down and and googly googly gooing and shit like that but you know what everybody has been missing A lot of those domestic terrorists, they've gotten out on bail. Many of them have gotten a slap on the wrist. And they've been encouraged. They've learned that they can wreak horror and terror and chaos in America and get slapped on the wrist for it. Some of them will get the stiff penalty, but they're just examples set by the government. Listen, members of the government help them penetrate the Capitol building. Y'all niggas gotta stop jumping up and fucking down for everything, I swear. There's nothing wrong with being excited. I'm I'm an excitable guy. I'm a combustible guy. I get it. And y'all know I stayed on Trump ass for four years and I'm gonna still stay on him. But I don't take my eyes off the focus. What are you celebrating Biden and and Harris for? They need to do their job. By the way, Biden has stepped straight into office and he's actually putting some work in that I see. Salute to him for that. Ring the bell for my nigga Joe. This nigga's 96 years old and doing already done more in a couple of days than Trump has done in four years, at least for the people. 
I know Kamala, 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 I hate when people call her Kamala. God damn it. I know Kamala is the first female black vice or the first female vice president ever, but fuck that. Kamala got to do a job. I know the Democrats took control of Senate in in a in a kind of in a certain kind of way, but fuck that. They got to do their job. You niggas got to stop jigging and dancing around for your employees. Dance around for them niggas after they do what they supposed to be doing. I got more to say, but I'll save it for the premiere. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for dealing with the hiatus. I ain't get a break from shit. Because this ain't the bread. I do this to... I really want to see Sean Garvey blow up, and I'm going to be a part of him blowing up. And my brand is going to blow up, because it's meant to. But I got other shit to do. Motherfucker ain't got a break, period. (laughs) And that's kind of the way I like it, y'all. So I'm out of here. Enjoy the replay. See you next week with the premiere February 1st, 2021. The Jeff Is Moody Show will be back. DJ Naturel with new mixes will be back. The Sidebar Brothers will make an appearance. We got so much in store for y'all, but it ain't really that broke. And there's really no reason to fix it. I love y'all. Enjoy. Um, Stay safe. Look out for each other. Look out for yourself. And believe in something. something that benefits us all and not just you one love see y'all next week we coming with that bullshit (laughs) enjoy the replay y'all you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 you're listening to jeff is moody on beat break 87 fm it's time for some real talk Let's go. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break 87 FM. Beat Break Radio FM.com. My name is Jeff is Moody, Mr. Moody, and I am only here to keep it one way 100% real, 100% raw, and 100% Jeff. Strapping your seatbelts. Get ready for a ride because you've never heard talk quite like this. The Jeff is Moody Show. Beat break. 87 FM. Raw dog season has begun. Has begun. Let's go. Jeff is Moody. Jeff is Moody. Jeff oh, is yeah. Moody. <laughs> young Sean. Hey, Younger. I don't know what happened, man. Hey, Young Sean, don't even worry about it. Listen, you, you ain't do it. I ain't do it. Sean Garvey, damn sure ain't do it. But young Sean, somehow, some way, between software and hardware, we done lost the whole show. I'm going to be ringing the bell early today, young Sean. Play that dealer for me, please. Play my bounce for me, please, young Sean. I don't know what happened. But you know what we about to do, right? Because it's Team Jim. It's Team Jeff is Moody. You know how we get down, right? No surrender, no defeat. We're going to cut it again. And you know what? The second time, young Sean, probably be better than the first time. Uh, 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 play my bounce and let me make it do what it do, please. Let's go, young Sean. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I see you. Thank you. Thank you, sir, ma'am. You two are always far too kind. All of you are far too kind. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and your free Beat Break 87FM app that you can download from your app store so we can go wherever you go. Fam, can you hear my bell? I need y'all to especially hear the bell today. We going through it, but we about to come out stronger. Young Sean, play that Dilla. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. If you guys want to hit DJ Naturel up to salute her for her ATL traffic mix, hit her up at DJ Naturel and that is on all social media. That's Naturel with an E N A T U R E L. Uh, speaking of Nat, Nat just got back from rocking the 19th uh, annual Essence Festival in New Orleans. Ring the bell for my baby sis. She is so blowing up right now. Booyaka, booyaka. But, but, more fire. Bomba clod. Mother skunt. Big up to you, Nat. Love you, girl. Family, listen. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jeff, but you can call me Moody. And I will be your pilot for this four-hour flight. Kick back, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I am guaranteeing you that we're about to make these next four hours the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to Jeff is Moody while you are on the road. Your drivers make the show go round. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose to listen to the Jeff is Moody show. Whether you're in the gym at the house, wherever you are, wherever you may be, if you're listening, I thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Family, we got a great show for you today. Uh, We already had a great show for you today, but whatever, you know, about about to have another great show for you today. Uh, But before I get into today's show. Um, I have to remind you all of the power that television programming still has over so many people. You know, the images we see and what's being represented, they are still crucial to young minds and and really even the sheeped out older minds. So the big homie Rudy from the gym and his family, they went on a road trip. I got to tell you all about this Um, for about a week and change. Uh. It, Rudy is they camp and they do all that stuff he's always wanted to get a huge RV and just hit the road with the fam and they did that so they went to Georgia Tennessee Alabama Florida uh, a couple of other places Rudy where did, y- where did y'all go anyway they split time driving staying at the hotel and motor lodges staying in the RV um, you know not my cup of tea but but they like that they live that outdoor life And we really need to learn how to survive outdoors, man. Anyway, um, are you all familiar with that show that comes on one of the cooking channels called Diners, Dives and Drive-Thrus? And it's with Guy Fayetti or whatever his name is. It's a a dope show. I love it. It's a cool show. I watch it all the time when I can. And it just uh, features a bunch of different foodie spots across the nation. So, you know, Rudy and the fam, they they decide to do their own little diners and and dives and drive-thru routine. And they discovered two or three things, two or three different things. And one, 
there's some really good no-name joints around the country. They they discovered that as they saw on the show. Two, in 2019, black people can still walk into certain establishments and people will look at us like we're from out of space. And that's in 2019. And three, their 10-year-old who watches the show religiously because he wants to be a cook. And he commented to his dad that, oh, they went into a certain spot and I think they were in Alabama, so it shouldn't be much of a shot. And and um, he said, oh, dad, there are black people in this one. And I want you all to think about that for a second. A, a, a 10 year old that doesn't see a lot of his imagery on TV on a cooking show or maybe any other show. And I will admit, diners dive and drive through. Yeah, they have some black folks on them, of course. But the majority, there's, there's a lot of times where you don't see people of color. So I thought that was interesting that his child would, would notice that, that they would walk in something and say, oh, there's actually black people here. So TV is still powerful, fam. And it seems like one, one of the races, that would be us, we're clueless to that. And the other races are very aware of how powerful and crucial uh, uh, race representation is on TV and film. How important is it? Family, think about this. Right now, people are freaking the fuck out over a black woman playing a fucking mermaid. Okay? How important is race? Well, in the Bible, the the book of Revelations, I believe, describes Jesus with hair white like wool and feet like burnished bronze and and gotta gotta gotta. And last time I checked, that's probably a person of color. However, on those classic movies and on the pictures that's over your mama and your grandma, y'all remember them pictures of white Jesus they kept over. Now, come on. Don't act. Y'all remember Florida Evans and that goddamn good times with white Jesus. That's how important a representation is. So um, let's just keep that in mind. People are losing their minds right now because a, a young black woman is playing a fucking half human, half fish. Now, black people didn't make race important in America. We didn't separate things by race. But don't you forget that your representation and your imagery on TV is important. Stand up for it, ask for it, protest for it, do whatever you have to do. I just thought that was interesting because a black woman can't play a fucking mermaid, but but white people play Jesus, Moses, Michael Jackson, Othello, Simba, Tonto, shit, and a bunch of other stuff. The imagery is important. TV programming is important, family. Let's keep that in mind. Anyway, here's what we have for you on today's show. Fam, we got the world's most trifling people today. We took a week a week off of trifling last week for the Dr. Jeff Love, which y'all love. But we got some scumbags in this world, and they return this week because they want that title. Now, to counter the nausea of the world's most trifling people, we have the opposite of trifling segment for you today. Uh, just ask Jeff is in the house. The world famous Jim News is up today. The even more popular dumb shit news is in effect today. And of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of the show until I give you all that what? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. And today I'm going to tell you that maybe it's just that time. Y'all need to listen up. What else? Uh, we got the FB post of the week and random thoughts, comments, and questions today. We have another great throwback classic podcast from Mr. Uh, uh, Moody's Neighborhood. That's around 4 p.m. 
um, at 5 o'clock, of course, till 6, we have the ATL Traffic Mix with the beautiful DJ Naturel. We have all that and more for you today, fam. Listen, it's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this four-hour flight because verbal raw dog season has officially begun. Family, our imagery is important. It is not a race division thing. I need you guys just to remember that. It's just one of those things where you get one of your boys that travels across. He does a little traveling and his child is like, oh, they're they're black, more black people than they're usually on the show. We know we're only 13 percent of the population. But think about that, family. We didn't make things about race in America. And like I tell y'all, if y'all want me to stop talking about racial things, just stop doing racial shit. All right, family, let's think of it like that. But we're going to have a great show. Listen, Raw Dog Verbal Season. Verbal Raw Dog has officially begun. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeffers Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Young Sean, we're going to rock this new show. <laughs> Nothing stop Team Jim. Let's go. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Jeff on is Beat Moody. Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. Beat Break 87 FM. Get that free app. Family, it's time for a little bit of Moody Motivation. And I am here today just to simply tell you that when it comes to your life and your ambitions and your dreams and goals, maybe it's just that time. Maybe it's just that time. You know, we have a tendency to overthink sometimes. We think too much. And I know that sounds really crazy for my super analytical people because I am one of you. And for us, there's no such thing as thinking too much. But you can actually overcrowd your your mind and your thoughts and your spirits with thinking too hard for simple things. Sometimes you plan so much that you never get your flight off the ground. You never get your project started. You know, I've been through that a million times. I'm sure many of you have too, because I'm overanalyzing and I'm I'm fail-proofing and making sure nothing goes wrong and I forget that maybe it's just time to do it. You have an ambition and you're finding every reason in the world not to just get it done, not to just start it, not to just make it happen. Maybe it's just time. Maybe it's just time for you to throw your hands up and say, yo, today is the day I am going for mines. Maybe it's just time. You're at what you consider to be a dead end job. You keep saying, ah, man, I need I need some higher education. I need to further my education or I need to get a certification or but you just keep putting it off and you come up with all these excuses oh well I'm too busy and oh I got the kids and is oh and, and I don't want to get another loan and da da maybe it's just time maybe it's just time for you to do what you know you need to do you sit there and you listen to me give you moody motivation every week and and for, for for some of you, it comes and goes. And for some of you, it, it, it stays and it remains with you. 
and it helps you and it guides you and you share it. And I appreciate both of you, whether you it comes and goes or whether you hold on to it. But you have to remember something. I'm really only giving you the inspiration and motivation that many times I need to give myself. Maybe it's just time, family. Maybe it's just time for you to stop being afraid of failure. Maybe it's just time for you to stop being afraid of being hurt. Maybe it's just time for you to to learn how to trust. Maybe it's time for you to learn how to analyze correctly and not overanalyze. You're sitting there and you feel uncomfortable and you're looking at yourself and you don't like the way you you don't you don't like the weight. Or you don't like the hair, but you don't want to make a change and you don't want to put the effort in. So you think of every reason that you could think of not to get something done. Maybe it's just time. Maybe it's time to come home from working rather than sitting on the couch. It's time to hit the treadmill. It's time to go for a walk. It's time to lift the weights. I bump into people like this every day and, and, and I'm no better than you. Because I find reasons not to get things done. I find reasons not to get things started. And I have to tell myself almost every other day, Jeff, Moody, maybe it's just time. Maybe it's time for me to stop playing. Maybe it's time for me to stop goofing. Maybe it's time for me to stop bullshitting, excuse making. Maybe it's just time to get it. Family. If you're listening to me today and you have doubt or fear and you blink your eyes and a month goes by and then two and then three and then a year and then years and you're still where you are, where where you don't want to be, whether it's mental, physical, spiritual, whatever, family, maybe it's just time to make a change. Maybe you needed to hear me say I'm just like you. And if I can convince myself that it's time, so can you. Family, maybe it's about time. Moody motivation, y'all. We'll be right back. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Family, family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. Of course, my name is Jeff is Moody and you're listening to me on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Of course, I'm going to need you all if you have not done so yet. Go to Beat Break 87 FM in your app stores and get the free app. That's how you can keep up with me and catch all the on demands and all the old shows, all the episodes, and all that good stuff. Family, with that being said, um, it's time to get right into the meat of things. It's time for the world famous, the world's most trifling people. Um, we all know that the world is, is full of horrible people. And I decided to do a segment that highlights that. Because we walk around in a lull and we think that everything is only about Trump or sports or music or fashion. No, there are horrible things going on. And when we are when we're asleep to them, a lot of times we can get caught up in them. Family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. 
family every other week and sometimes weekly i will read one to three example uh examples of trifling human beings i will choose a winner at the end and the winner will go on to face the defending weekly champ and the grand champ of trifling will be announced at the end of the jeffers moody show season this year this week's contestants they face the champion from two weeks ago remember we skipped last week the scumbag winner and the returning champ from two weeks ago is 18-year-old Denali Bremer and the four other teenagers who murdered their friend, 19-year-old Cynthia Hoffman. Um, they carried this crime out after being promised $9 million online by a scum-of-the-earth 21-year-old Darren Shilmer. All of their asses is in jail, and I'm really kind of hoping death penalty on all of their asses. Every single one of these Satanists, from the idiots that thought that they would get $9 million from a stranger online to kill somebody and provide proof of it, to the demonic person that would even think of putting something like this on social media. They're the returning champs. Well, they got some... Uh, uh, not so stiff and stiff competition today. I got two of them. Let's do it, family. Contestant number one. Woman film licking ice cream inside Walmart faces up to 20 years. So many of you have already seen or heard about the Texas woman who was filmed licking the tub of Bluebell ice cream before storing it back inside the grocery store freezer. Now, reports are coming out that the woman is now under investigation with authorities claiming her offense of tampering with consumer goods is being investigated as a second degree felony in the state of Texas. The state charges carry a possible sentence of two to 20 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Moreover, federal charges could also appear considering the FDA will look into the incident as well. Now, I know. A lot of people are like, well, Moody, that's that's uh, damn, that's not really hanging with a bunch of people that killed their friend over an imaginary nine million dollars. Well, the point of the most trifling people is to introduce you to all points of trifling. Oh, because I got one for you. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be speaking about social media again in, during this particular show. Let me tell you something. Social media is a beautiful thing. You see beauty, you see love, you see life, you see so much on social media. And we have to remember not to get so in, uh, uh, caught up in just the negative of social media that we forget about the positive. There are great things on social media. People make great connections on social media. But there are the disgusting, trifling people like this biatch. Who for likes to be popular would go in a supermarket, open a tub of ice cream. I hope y'all are not thinking of this like it's some light shit. Lick it. God knows what's on her tongue. Who knows what a freak like this does with her mouth, right? Put it back in the freezer for some unsuspecting person to come along and purchase that and maybe take it home and give it to their children. No, this is a little more serious than you may think it is. And I got to tell y'all, I hope they get this motherfucker some jail time and a big ass fine that she can't pay that puts her in debt. She's not a child. Grow the fuck up. She's a grown woman. 
you know Ariana was it Ariana Grande or one of them that that fucking they, do y'all remember a couple of years ago I think she went in a donut shop and licked the donut and put it back down but she's a celebrity so she got off it wasn't no big deal they should have gave that motherfucker some time this social media thing got y'all going crazy B. it got y'all going crazy but shit I got to tell y'all in advance this is a spoiler she can't even fuck around with contestant number two huh. contestant number two Dad allegedly fatally punched five-year-old son for eating his Father's Day cheesecake. A five-year-old boy from Milwaukee was tragically killed recently after his father allegedly punched him for eating his Father's Day cheesecake. Travis Stackhouse initially claimed his son, Sir Stackhouse, had fallen down the stairs last weekend, which caused him multiple injuries, including bruising to both eyes, a cut on his lip, a laceration on his sternum, and three cuts on his back. Fox News uh, now reports after a thorough investigation by the police who believe that the injuries were not consistent with the story and an autopsy the father allegedly admitted to punching his son in the face and stomach for eating his celebratory cake Tra- uh, Travis has since been charged with reckless homicide for allegedly fatally assaulting sir the little boy's family meanwhile is having a difficult time coming to terms with the heartbreaking incident in an attempt to justify his actions travis said he assaulted his child because he only had one piece of cake and he was upset that others were eating it the complaint states according to the documents it appears that travis may have had a history of beating his children as he reportedly noted that his girlfriend often warned him not to hit the children so hard when questioned Sir's older brother, that's the dead child, his bigger brother, refuted Travis's story about the little boy falling down the stairs and claimed that the father of five allegedly hit Sir in the stomach in the back. Travis was later re-interviewed about the incident where he eventually admitted to punching his son in the stomach for eating his father's day cake. But he said later that Sir fell down the stairs later that day. An autopsy later showed that Sir yeah I'm sad suffered blunt force trauma to the abdomen the father of five appeared in court on Thursday where he was charged with one count of first degree homicide Um, Travis's cash bail was set at $100,000 how the fuck does he get bail and he is expected to reappear in court on July 5th for a preliminary hearing an attorney for Travis could not be immediately located Um, Travis you win you got it you piece of shit I don't have a contestant number three I mean I do have one but who can beat number two who can beat a father who kills his child over a piece of cheesecake who who can be who can who can beat a father who who kills his five year old child for eating a piece of cake. Travis, you got it this week. You know what? You you actually, you beat the scumbags from Alaska that killed their friend for $9 million. I kind of thought they'd be on top for a long time, Travis, but no, you're, you're, you got this. You win, hands down. You, you killed your child over a piece of cake. They gave you bail. I don't, 
I, I, I don't, I don't know how one group of people gets away with murder, and then when another group of people murders their own, they can actually get out. I don't, Travis, you win. You piece of shit. You win. And the views of Jeff is Moody does not necessarily reflect the views of Beat Break 87FM. But Travis, if if you're truly guilty, which you confess to, die and burn in hell, man. Yeah, I know that ain't right. This is Jeff is Moody Show. We'll be right back with the opposite of trifling. Because after dealing with scumbags like Trif- uh, Travis, trifling Travis, we can only go up. Be right back, yo. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, family. Man, listen. Hey, uh, young Sean, did I not tell you as long as you keep my bounce going? We will retrieve. A little different wording from the last show, but it's still a hit. Week number 20. Man, man, Sean, wait till 25. Week number 23 in a row, baby boy. We've been serious. We've been committed. We love where we at. We love what we doing and the family love us. Let's keep it moving. Family, after depressing the shit out of y'all with the most uh, trifling person, that award, all right, I'm going to pick y'all up because it's true. L- listen, this is the opposite of trifling. I had to create a segment that made me personally feel better after doing the world's most trifling. And it's true. The world is full of trifling people. But let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the opposite of trifling. Let's get into it. Ooh, young Sean, keep my Dilla going. I got some feel good. Ooh, I got some feel good on me, young Sean. Play that Dilla for me, young Sean. Okay. Did you all see the 17-year-old kid from Istanbul uh, uh, who caught the baby that fell out of the window? It, it was the major league life save right there. Um... So just as one toddler in Istanbul, Turkey, got too close to the open window of an apartment building, a 17-year-old jumped into position to catch her before she hit the ground. Now, if you guys saw the video, a few of them were looking up at the baby. I guess they saw her dwelling in the window. But this one young fella, he kept his eye trained on the kid because he knew she was going to fall out of that window. And she fell. And he made a great catch. I'm talking about Major League Baseball. Where the fuck y'all at? This kid need a a catcher's job. Yo, man, that was a great catch, my man. And what's his name? Um, His name is uh, Fiuzi Zabat from Algeria. Salute, my youngin. Yo, fam, it was a great catch. You know what? It's one of those things where it's, it's the things like this. One less death. One less tragedy. It's not about dumping on the mother. Oh, she wasn't watching her kid. It's not about dumping on the father. You never know what's going. You never know what can happen, right? It's about the positive of it. Listen, negative and positive. 
you need to know the negative exists but this tiny little story right here means so much you know what that's one less headline that says a baby fell out of a window and died how do i say your name man fiuzi zabat salute to you youngin salute to you man here's something even better oh i got some good stuff to pick you back up she's 103 and she just ran a 100 meter dash (laughs) her life advice look for magic moments listen to this fam two years ago at the age of 101 julia hawkins set a record a running record she ran the 100 meter dash finishing with a time of 39.62 seconds (laughs) they called it a hurricane now for all of you runners y'all shut y'all ass up uh, uh, 39.62 is outstanding for a 101 year, year old. Get out of here. 39.62 is outstanding for you couch potatoes. So this week at the age of 103, Miss Hawkins returned to the track to run the 50 and 100 meter dash races in the National Senior Games in Albuquerque. She is believed to be the oldest woman to formerly compete on an American track, according to the organization, which hosts the Olympic style event for athletes 50 and older. Now, there's admittedly little competition in the centenarian uh, centenarian age group. And Miss Hawkins was largely competing against herself. So what? We don't care. She finished the 100-meter dash this year, fam, about six seconds slower than her record time. But she was still pleased with the results. So Julia Hurricane Hawkins, she took up running at the age of 100. (laughs) It's never too late. Hey, listen, fam, that's her saying it's about time. Maybe now is the time, right? It was at 100. She said, as I got older, uh, uh, as I get older, I feel like I only have so many 100-yard dashes left. And I don't want to waste them in practice, she said. So she basically, she's like the Allen Iverson of running practice. (laughs) You know, practice, practice. We sitting here talking about running practice? At her age, the race is practice. So during the interview, Miss Hawkins, um, she said something that that just warmed me up and she left us all with a great piece of advice how is she able to do this at her age and she says keep yourself in good shape if you can have many passions and look for magic moments that is something that i have done in my life think of the things that are magic moments that happens to you like sunsets and sunrises rainbows beautiful birds music and people's lovely comments to you all of those are magic moments and they are free for all be sure to keep your eye open for them outstanding outstanding julia hawkins you are outstanding queen this next one, ooh, I got a big old smile on my face. Young Sean, keep that dealer going. Keep my bounce going, Young Sean. Young Sean, don't you feel better? I got the greatest post producer in the world, Young Sean, right there, keeping my dealer going while we picking the spirits back up a little bit. This one is personal, y'all. My man, Teddy Ted. Oh, everybody know Teddy Ted from LA Fitness on Sugarloaf. He was driving to the gym over the weekend, so he saw an elderly woman trying to flag cars down. So check this out, family. He made a U-turn to check on her. 
She was an 80-year-old woman whose husband was in the car with her when he started having trouble breathing. Their car stopped because it was out of gas and they didn't have a cell phone. So this lady was so panicked. They didn't have a cell phone, family. And the lady was so panicked and the husband was not seemingly in super distress. But Ted said he was breathing heavy. Ted told him he'd take them to Gwinnett Medical, which was less than five minutes away, which would be quicker than waiting for an ambulance, right? So the husband, like most old guys, you know, he didn't want to leave his car behind. He he goddamn can't breathe and, and worried about the car. That's a guy for you. And Teddy and the wife convinced him to get in this car. So Teddy drives him to Gwinnett Medical uh, Emergency Room. Listen, he waits with them. He gets uh, in touch with their with a family member. Wait, hold on. He gets in touch with a family member, gets the contact info, gets in touch with the woman's niece. He sits there and he waits for the niece and her husband to arrive. When they arrive, he and the niece's husband, they hop in Teddy's car. They go to a QT gas station. They go back to where the car is. They put gas in the car, you know, enough to get back to QT. And Teddy tells the husband of the niece, good luck with the family. Now, the husband begs Teddy for his information. And Ted, if y'all don't know Ted, but we do. And Ted reluctantly gives him his cell number. So Ted drives off. He heads to the gym. Now it's hours later than, than he intended on being there. But this is the hour I come in the gym. And he bumps into me. And we talk outside for a minute. And he tells me about this story. Now listen, y'all. Y'all got to know Teddy Ted. This is Teddy Ted all day. And, and you know what's so beautiful about Ted? You know what is such a beautiful king right here? Because he used to be a certified goon. He's a little something like me. A super goon. He straightened his life out and he added a God's heart. Ted, like I told you, oh, me and Ted going out for drinks because I got to salute the king and thank the king. That was big to me. That was big to me. Thank you, Ted. Um, Thank you, young Mr. Fiuzzi Zabat for catching that baby. And, and thank you, Miss Julia Hawkins, for reminding us that in elderly age, there is still beauty and ambition. All of you, all of you mentioned in this segment, continue to give us faith that this world is bigger than trifling. In fact, all of you are the polar opposite of trifling. We'll be back with Just Ask Jeff on the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. BeatBreak87 FM. Lord, Lord, Lord. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Young Sean, keep that dealer going. Hey, let me tell you something real quick. Teddy Ted, uh, uh, one day in the gym, there's a dude that he's from Chicago. He's in a wheelchair and, and I guess he fell in the back going from the from the locker room portion to the bathroom, you know, shower portion or whatever. And so we I walk in the back and <laughs> Teddy sitting there with dude. They sitting on the floor like a movie. You know what I'm saying? Teddy like, I ain't going to leave you, man. He was like, no, nah, I just want to make sure I don't have a lot of people. And Ted is just sitting there with the dude just, just in his arms, man. A gentle giant. But somebody you don't want to fuck with, man. I love that dude, man. That's my bro right there. Lord knows. Lord knows. The world's most trifling people. But God damn it. There is a polar opposite of trifling. Salute to my bro, bro, man. Hey, listen, with all that feel good, 
Let me fuck it up and do Just Ask Jeff. <laughs> Young Sean, play that Dilla. Just Ask Jeff. Hey, family, this one is courtesy of LaShondra, Queen LaShondra. She is actually, okay, LaShondra, are you a newbie? I love you if you are. Hey, girl. She she actually got this from FB, but she doesn't mention the group, so I can't shout the group out. But she says, here's one that really should make the world's most trifling, Jeff. What say you about this? So here it is. So there's this, there's a caption and there's a picture. Please remember, folks, on, on social media, a lot of times the pictures you see along with the caption, they just found a random picture. Please don't associate the picture with the caption. They just, people don't think responsibly. They just find the picture and attach something crazy to it. But anyway, so I'm not paying attention to the woman in the picture. Um, She's a beautiful black goddess, but I'm just going to read this caption. So this chick was giving this dude a blowjob during a one night stand. And after he nutted in her mouth, she went to the bathroom and took a turkey baster and spit the nut in it, got in the tub, put her legs in the air, and squirted the cum inside her. She ended up pregnant and told the man it's his and proved it with a paternity test. Should he have to pay child support even though he didn't fuck? Okay, I'm going to give you all a couple of seconds to answer that amongst yourself. Young Sean, play that Dilla. Oh, yeah, after 23 weeks, this is an adult-only show, if you didn't know that by now. Oh, are you new to the show today? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of adult-only, you know. I'm, I'm the beat break guy. I like the black sheep. I'm I'm the I'm the beloved black sheep, you know, kind of black sheepish. <laughs> 2 to 6 p.m., yeah, Monday through Friday, you know. Hey, you you want to get through the day? Yeah, you might want to listen to me. That's all I'm saying. Okay, y'all, y'all got y'all answers? All right, let me read it again. So this chick was giving the dude a blowjob during a one-night stand, and after he nutted in her mouth, she went to the bathroom and took a turkey baster and spit the nut in it, got in the tub, put her legs in the air, and squirted the cum inside her. She ended up pregnant and told the man it's his and proved it with a paternity test. Should he have to pay child support even though he didn't fuck? I'm going to tell y'all right now, it's screwed up as it is. LaShondra, yes. And I know everybody is pissed off at me right now. Hey, it's his baby. It's his baby. No matter, see, that's the, th- yo, that's why I tell y'all guys, y'all got to start falling in love with condoms, man. I keep telling y'all. Not in the vagina, get her pregnant. Not in the mouth. She's a scandalous world's most trifling type. And she puts it in a turkey basin. Women do that for real, by the way, to pro athletes and entertainers all the time. My answer is yes. It's fucked up. It ain't right. It ain't like the good old days. You just can't go skeeting in people's mouth like you used to. But if you're going to play the game, that's what it is. And I would be pissed. You know how pissed I would be knowing that my child is a, is a turkey baster baby? I wish Miss Moody would announce to me that my baby is a turkey baster baby. <laughs> yes, y'all play my Dilla. We're going to get kicked off the air, but play my Dilla. All right. Just ask Jeff. King said, yeah, he got to pay for that. It's fucked up, but it's his baby, though. King Cedric asks, uh, it's six seven eight three eight six five three three one. Tell me how y'all feel about that. Uh, the Jeff is Moody show on Instagram. King Cedric asks, what's the top three female celebrity you'd like to sex? 
I got Jada Pinkett, Jennifer Lopez, and Angela Bassett. Yes, I'm old school. <laughs> All right, um, Cedric. Yeah, you are old school. All three of those are absolutely beautiful drop-dead women. I get you. I get it. And I don't really know new celebrities. Um, uh, Cedric, I'm not I'm not into, into fem- Hollywood females like that. They don't really do much for me. I see a lot of them in person, and they're really not blazing like that. Sorry. Some of them are very naturally beautiful um, that I've seen in person. Gabrielle Union is naturally beautiful. Uh... Jada Pink is a cutie. Jennifer Lopez is actually beautiful in person with no makeup and all that. But I'm, at, if you hang around these females enough, you won't really be on them like that. I mean, some of them are, are humble because I'm a humility guy. I don't have a top three. I, I just don't have a top three. You would have been better off asking me the top three porn chicks that, that I would want to bang. To be honest with you. Because I probably would have started with Jada Stevens, maybe. I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have them. But hey, Cedric, I'm not mad at your listen. I want to thank you for always contributing to the show. Since you've been listening, you've been contributing. Jada, Jennifer Lopez, Angela Bassett. You old school as hell. But I got to tell you, that that ain't a, that ain't a shabby three. All right, just ask Jeff. Laney, Laney, L A N E Y, Laney. You're new. Peace, 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 peace. What are your main first date no-nos? Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to answer this question, and y'all need to understand. I haven't had a first date in 25 years. <laughs> I'm proud of that. Um, I can remember. I can remember. The criteria might have changed. This dating climate, I'm sure I would have more no's than I used to have. Um, I was pretty easy going for first date. So now there first thing, there were a few things that instantly turned me off. So let me see. Okay, I know. I, okay, uh, Laney, for sure. If you lit a cigarette, smoked a cigarette, or smelt like a cigarette, that was going to be a quick date, an uncomfortable date, or a canceled date. I don't care how sexy you are. If you smell like an ashtray, it's a date killer. I can safely say cigarettes for me. I know I'm petty. I know I'm petty. I get it. If I didn't know you smoked when we met, which I probably did, and I smell heavy smoke on you, I'm just instantly turned off. Keep in mind, I know how to treat someone even when they're turning me off. I'm not going to treat you like shit, but we're definitely not going to go. I can't deal with smokers. I'm sorry. Big respect, ladies, if you smoke, but I don't fuck with you. You smell like trash. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. Lenny, I haven't had too many bad first dates, so I'm trying to use only what I've experienced. I don't want to make shit up. Um, uh, okay, I have a severe toe and foot fetish. If your toes and feet aren't immaculate or if they look raggedy, nah, nah, because see, that wouldn't spoil a date. Like bad feet. Okay, so I see your feet. Now I'm not physically attracted, but that's not going to fuck the date up, though. That's not a good one. That's not a good one. I'd be physically turned off, but we have a fantastic time on a date. That's not good. Um, I'm not going to fuck a date up over toes. Um, Damn, Laney, what the fuck do you want, man? I haven't had a first date in 25 years. Yo, y'all need to help me out here. Uh, six seven eight three six five three three one. Jeff is moody. 
the Jeff is Moody show on Instagram. I don't, yo, anything hood rat, anything hood booger activity within the date. Uh, a woman that can't hold her liquor and gets belligerent and disrespectful on the first date, that's going to be the last date. I might leave up out of that. I, I hate people that can't hold a liquor. A woman who treats people like they're underneath her will end the first date. I hate people that look down on people, whether they're cashiers, bartenders, waitresses, etc. Um, I don't I don't like people that think they're bigger than everything else moving around them. Those are the kind of people I'd be like, hey, let me pay the bill. Nice to meet you. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. I don't want to be around you. Um, that's all I got for you, Laney. Thanks for the participation. I, I ain't dated in a long time. Oh, man. Shit. I feel for y'all. This shit I see y'all going through now, I couldn't have did it back in the day. Family, we'll be right back with Jim News. You're listening to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Pow. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show family on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Yo, Sean Garvey, what up, man? DJ Rollum, what up? Nisha, what up? Hey, 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 young Sean. Keep my dealer going, man. Yeah, I appreciate everyone's hard work. I do. I work incredibly hard on the Jeff is Moody show. These guys work harder, man. Not just on my show, on everything that moves at Beat Break 87. So say what's up to you guys, man. Appreciate you all. Appreciate everybody, man. All right, let's do a little bit of gym news, shall we? Now, I may irritate some people with this. I consider myself to be a realist, okay? And remember, a person that considers themselves to be a realist is really only dealing within the parameters of their own reality, right? So I could be right or wrong. I'm going to tell you guys that the I, okay, if you know me from social media or if you talk to me, you know that I feel like uh, politics are mostly rigged. You know, I feel like Donald Trump was actually hand chosen to turn America into what we're seeing it. The, the resurgence of white supremacy he was actually I think that he was chosen for that. Could be wrong. You could say I got tinfoil on my head or whatever, 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 whatever the case may be. Here's what I'll say. However, whether it's scripted or not, the Democrats are a bumbling group of idiots. Even when you have good, smart Democrats, just as a party in general, they're a bumbling group of idiots. I'm sitting here and I'm wondering, is is Nancy Pelosi down? Is she down with Trump? As the days go by, unless she's playing a magnificent game of chess, I'm thinking this lady is actually in Trump's back pocket. Democrats are pretty fucking stupid. With that being said, I don't think Kamala Harris is stupid. But I think that she exhibits why, first of all, America is not voting a woman into office, I don't think. And if they do, it is not going to be a black woman. And America is not voting another black man into office because the reason that we're seeing so much racism and the reason that we're seeing people that they worship and they're in that cult of Trump, which is the bigoted, you know, a xenophobic prejudice. The reason people are doing that, we're suffering from the success of Barack Obama. The success of a black man has us, has America in division. Who would ever think that 
a person being successful could create division. Okay. Now, with that being said, let's talk about what Kamala Harris revealed um, at the Essence Festival in New Orleans. And I think it's a great idea, but I also think it will ensure that she doesn't get elected. And I don't want to see it like that because I don't really know who I'm voting for because the Democrats are so fucked up. But I like Kamala Harris. But, but let me let me let me give you all my point of view. So Kamala Harris reveals a hundred billion dollar plan to invest in black home ownership while speaking at the 2019 Essence, Fe- Essence Festival in New Orleans. Presidential candidate uh, Kamala Harris talked about a plan to deal with the racial wealth gap in the form of a hundred billion dollar program to help black people become homeowners. Harris noted her plan would put up to $25,000 towards down payments and closing cost assistance for people living or renting in historically red line communities. This is a great idea, people. This is a great idea. This would reportedly help around 4 million people looking to buy homes. Harris noted that her plan would put home ownership within reach of millions of families looking to be in that space, saying... A typical black family has just $10 of wealth for every $100 helped by white family. They say there's no uh, white. They say there's no white privilege and pull yourself up by the bootstraps. All right. Um, So we must write that wrong. And after generations of discrimination, give black families a real shot at home ownership. Historically, one of the most powerful drivers of wealth in our community. Listen, I love this concept. Kamala Harris is amongst who I may vote for. I don't vote just because it's Democrat or Republicans. All of them are assholes. But here's the one thing that I got from Donald Trump. The, The Hitler, Don Hitler, he was already evil before he got here, but he got in office and just used executive privilege to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Now he has that old rich white male privilege and we know he gets away with shit that Kamala's not going to get away with because Barack couldn't get away with anything Trump is doing. But I think when you announce this, I know you're pandering for the black vote. I know you're putting an, an agenda out there. Do not think I'm against Kamala because I'm not for this. I admire it. I think it's great. But it's going to ensure that the majority of white America doesn't vote for. And I want to be wrong. And we'll see if I'm wrong on that. All right. Kamala Harris, man. Big up. Great idea. Beautiful idea. I think it ensures that you won't get elected, though. And I want to be wrong. I want to look at you guys on an election night and say I was fucking wrong as hell. All right. Okay, y'all. So tell me how y'all feel about this. A Starbucks barista asked police officers to leave because customer did not feel safe the police union claims this is in phoenix a group of police officers were reportedly asked to move or leave a starbucks coffee shop on the 4th of july because a customer felt uncomfortable according to a tweet from the tempe officers association six tempe police department officers were drinking coffee before their shift at the starbucks near scottsdale and McKellips roads 
when a barista told them a customer did not feel safe by their presence. The barista allegedly asked the officers to move out of the customer's line of sight or to leave, the tweet states. This sounds like bullshit. This treatment of public safety workers could not be more disheartening. While the barista was polite, making such a request at all was offensive. Unfortunately, such treatment has become all too common in 2019, the organization wrote. We know this is not a national policy at Starbucks, and we look forward to working with collaboratively with them on this important dialogue. So uh, Reggie Borges, a sports person for Starbucks, said the company is still gathering details about the incident. We have a deep respect for the Tempe police and their service to the community, he said. We've reached out to the Tempe Police Department and Tempe Officers uh, Association to better understand what happened and apologize. We want everyone in our stores to feel welcome. And the incident described is not indicative of what we want any of our customers to feel in our stores. All right. Let me just say this really quickly, family. I feel a couple of ways about this. You know, on on one behalf, you feel like this is a gang of bullshit, right? Um, I don't know the color of this customer. I don't know if it's black or white. I don't know their experience with officers. I don't know if they're traumatized. You seriously? Was that PTSD? It sounds like bullshit. And I got to tell you, if you have a problem with cops, right? But if you're sitting in a restaurant and and six cops are sitting there, do you feel safer or no? I'm not being pro-officer. I'm just being pro-common sense, right? I don't think a first of all, Starbucks baristas are out of control. I think that to be a barista at Starbucks, you have to be on some kind of narcotic, first of all, because they're always doing stupid shit, aren't they? They're always writing nigger on receipts or they're asking black people to get up and leave because they didn't buy. Baristas from Starbucks are on that narcotic. With that being said, I just. You know, when people talk about the treatment of officers in 2019, I think about all the good cops I know. But then I think about how many bad cops that you see on a daily basis and you read about and you visually see factually and you see what they're doing. Could it be people are starting not to trust cops because cops be fucking people up and breaking the law and violating constitutional rights? I don't know the story of this person. I'm going to stay on it. But I got to tell you, Tempe police, I've been to Arizona. Y'all are not the most welcoming motherfuckers in the world. There are good cops all over the place. I'm going to go a little over. I'm going to go a little over, young Sean. There are good cops all over the place. I know most of them. And you know what they'll tell you? That They, they will tell you there are a lot of bad cops. But it's, I don't know. You're going to tell six officers to move because one person feels uncomfortable? Were the officers drinking coffee, pointing their guns or tasers at this motherfucker? Was, were the officers drinking their coffee, asking for, for the license and registration? Or were they just minding their fuck? I don't, I, the story sounds bogus, but it's actually legitimate. So family, let's follow up on that one and let's see how that one works. How about that? 
For every action is a reaction. It's stupid or nonsensical as it may be. It 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 baffles the mind when police or when the 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 extreme right wing hate crowd when they talk about how people don't respect officers. You have to give to get. If you're if you're killing unarmed people, especially people of color, people generally are not going to fuck with you. They're not going to like you. But I don't really see I don't I don't I don't see I see a Starbucks barista doing this because they're fucking retarded. I don't know. I'm going to delve into this one a little deeper. I was trying to delve into it, y'all, but I couldn't delve any deeper than what I had. I'm going to keep up with this. Tempe, Arizona, y'all, a barista asked six fucking cops to move out of the sight of. Did she tell them to go huddle in the corner? (laughs) Like, the fuck, man? Yo, for every action, officers, there's a reaction. Let's keep up with this one, y'all. That was Jeff News. Hey, we'll be back with some dumb shit news, y'all. You listen to the Jeff is Moody Show. My name is Jeff is Moody. This is Beat Break Radio FM.com. Go get that free Beat Break 87 FM app. Yeah, I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeart. We all over the damn place, man. Yo, Sean, you killing that dealer right now, boy. You killing that dealer, man. We'll be right back, y'all. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back. It's time for that dumb shit news on the Jeff is Moody show. Hey, uh, Randall. Is it Randall P or Randall G? I hope I'm not. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll say Randall. Randall said he didn't understand what the bounce was. When I first kept saying the bounce in Dilla. And he started to understand it was the, the the music in the background. Randall, I don't know how the fuck it took you 20-something weeks to understand that. But yeah, yeah, man. That's how we rock around here. We're going to switch it up, make it real hot for y'all this summer, though. You know what I'm saying? Let's do this dumb shit news. Thank you, Randall. Oh, I got some feedback. I get to it when I get to it. You know, we, we like to keep it. I like to compile that stuff because it's not like I get a trillion of them a week, right? like they have enough to keep y'all entertained let's do some dumb shit news man listen this is only dumb because they're not putting condoms on all right outside of that this is it this inspires me new york city seniors are having sex but most don't use condoms they're sexy they're seniors and they're, and they're going bareback Sex is all the rage among older New Yorkers, but most sensuous seniors don't use condoms when getting down and dirty, according to a city health department uh, release on Thursday. (laughs) 37% of city residents 65 or older said they have had oral, anal, or vaginal sex in the past year, an agency survey found. Older men were twice as likely as older women to report being sexually active. Well, of course, because if you can get your dick up at 65, I'd be popping a gang of shit, too. I'm for Did I say dick? I'm sorry, penis. Sean, I'm sorry. I know. I know. Conference call. Conference call. I get it. I got it. I got it. I know it's coming. All right. I meant to say penis, though. Hey, I'm 49 years old, and um, I kind of I'm getting to the stage where 
I kind of brag a little bit to Mrs. Moody when I keep my shit up. <laughs> if I, if my penis is still working at 65, I'm gonna be talking gangs and shit. So yeah, I'm gonna be the the 65 year old man that's twice as likely to report being sexually active. I'm gonna be talking on my penis crazy, crazily, crazily. Play my Dilla. Now here's the problem. Just 10% of seniors having sex said they used rubbers the last time they got busy. With older white New Yorkers less likely to use condoms than black or Latino over 65 in the city. Y'all so nasty. Linda Mark, 73, a retired social worker from Manhattan, said lack of protection troubled her. I'm surprised uh, people don't use condoms no matter what their age is, especially women. Everybody now knows about age, she says. Former school teacher Sharon Lucas, 71 years old of Brooklyn, said sex without a rubber with older men is less risky. Is it? Is it, Sharon, if they're just out there banging? Is it really? It's not like the guys have the energy to go out looking. After a certain age, they're tired, she said. She got life fucked up. They make them little pills, man. Um, um, Sharon, you got life fucked up. 29% of seniors who reported having anal sex in the past 12 months use a condom, according to health data. You know, you know, folks, this is going to be me when I'm older because I am a freaky motherfucker. And yeah, this is going to be me. And condom use actually goes down as New Yorkers get older data show. Lucas didn't use protection the last time she got busy. She says, I knew him and trusted him. And that was a long time ago, she said with a laugh. Okay, so listen, folks, I blame all of this on uh, Viagra and Cialis. I blame all of this on Viagra and Cialis. Be, be, because I got to tell you something. Can y'all imagine? I'm 49 years old. Can y'all imagine what they're going to have to keep the wood up by the time I'm 70 years old? They're going to have a pill for me at 70. That shit is going to have me coming in the bedroom with some boxer shorts. I'm going to have my woody hanging out the slit of the boxes. <laughs> I'm going to have a New York Yankee fitted cap on. I'm going to get thug life tatted across my belly. And I'm going to have on a pair of Tims when I'm 70 years old. Mrs. Moody is going to end up checking her ass into a nursing home running from this dick when I'm 70. An enhanced power penis. That's what I'm going to have when I'm 70. I'm going to have a power penis. A little too much? Hello? Young Sean, I hear the dealer, but I don't hear anybody. Hello, y'all still there? Ah, come on, man. Ah, come on, y'all. Come on, man. Stop acting like you stop acting like you wouldn't be getting busy if you could when you were 70. You know, something about being like I, I always have visions of dry ejaculations after I'm 70. And don't get me wrong, I'm proud of people being freakazoids into their 70s. But but I personally feel that I'd be busting dust loads, baby powder nut. Yeah, y'all know how LeBron James stand in front of the scorers table and clap that dust into the air before he plays. I think that's going to be my ejaculation when I get 70. 
which which is fine with me. I ain't got no problem with a, with a baby powder nut. I have no problem with a dusty nut. I have no problem with the pullout and shooting powder in the air out of the tip of my penis. I don't. Y'all, y'all all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all always talking about how y'all can handle adult conversation. It's not like this shit is immature. It's 70-year-old people really banging. I love it. I just wanted to put some condoms on. Man, them little pills. Yo, them old, yo I'm going to tell y'all something, man. Y'all young gold diggers out there. Y'all young little skeezers that be looking for a sugar daddy to pay your way through life. Y'all used to fuck around and just have to give them a little tug job, right? A little hand job and go hang out with them. Be a piece of eye candy. Now he popping Viagra. Wearing your little ass out, ain't he? You 30, 40, 50, 75 year old man wearing your ass out off that pill. Oh, they gonna have some shit when I'm 70. Miss Moody in all kind of trouble when we get 70. Here's another great uh, one, if anybody's still there. Hello? <laughs> White supremacist sets himself on fire. Hey, y'all older people, put some condoms on, man. White supremacist sets himself on fire trying to burn down synagogue. This is such poetic justice right here. A white supremacist was caught on camera lighting a synagogue on fire, but also managed to light himself on fire in the process. 51-year-old Tristan Morgan was seen pouring patrol on a synagogue, which led to an explosion. The explosion caught the man off guard. (laughs) As the blast from the explosion caught him in the face, burned his face up leading him to leave the Exodus Synagogue in England. As a result, the man was given an indefinite hospital order in London. Morgan pleaded guilty to two charges under the Terrorism Act, along with arson. Reports noted no one was in the building at the time of the fire. I'm so happy no one got hurt. But 51-year-old Tristan Morgan, you don't know how ecstatic I am that you burned your face off, you bitch-ass nigga. You hate, you hate mongers. All of you hate mongers should suffer the same thing. You blew your face off. <laughs> you know, this is that kind of dumb shit news I really like. 70 years old, popping a pill, wearing that coochie out, and 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 white supremacists blowing their faces off, trying to burn down a synagogue based off people's religion. What better combo? Then a 70-year-old hard-on and a hate monger burning and disfiguring his face. Oh, goddamn, this was a great dumb shit. I don't care what y'all think. I'm sticking to my guns here. I think when I'm 70, I'm going to be busting powdery nuts. But I'm going to be on that pill, though. Damn, Miss Moody. Damn. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On is Beat Moody. Break 87. Well, uh, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. I am really disappointed in all of you who tried to front like you still wouldn't be trying to be a sexual dynamo when you're 70. I know you're bullshitting. My, my show is not for you to bullshit. It's for you to be be honest, man. 
this you know hey hey listen man when i get in front of this microphone between 2 and 6 p.m eastern standard time it's a roller coaster it's positive it's you know it's negative it's you know what i'm saying i I don't i don't i don't know what y'all thinking when i'm 70 i'm popping one of them pills son New York fitted boxes, penis hanging out the slit. Timberlands. Thug life tatted across the belly. <laughs> Mrs. Moody is in the world of shit. Because <laughs> uh, if I'm alive, I'm still going to be married to my wife because I love my wife. But I'm just saying, she's in the world of pain. That's why I'm here. You need me, man. You need me. <laughs> hey, man, let's keep the fun going. Okay, now listen, family, uh, keeping the foolery going with that. Uh, here's the Facebook topic of the week. And this comes from a bomb-ass group called 30 Plus Entertainment. I really like this group. I'm a member of the group. And the um, the post is, what are some sexy tips y'all have for inexperienced females? Okay, now, there was some good advice here. What are some sex tips y'all have for inexperienced females? Now, the first thing that struck me about this question is, when you say inexperienced, what, I mean, well, with this particular group, it wouldn't be anybody talking about underage, not with this group. Um, So you're just talking about a woman that hasn't done it a lot, and she, okay. So there was some good advice, and then there was some, angry advice and it was some dumb broad advice then there was some thirsty male advice so i wanted to read some of uh, uh these for y'all and then i wanted to give y'all my take on everything so the the fb uh post the top the fb topic in post of the week i actually have two of them two of them i'm gonna see can i fit them all in though what are some sexy tips y'all have for inexperienced females now somebody says wisely if you're uncomfortable stop you don't owe anyone anything. That's really true because if you're if you're not very experienced with sex, you'll get a hold of a savvy man or if you're dealing with a, a, a savvy woman, um they will totally try to exploit the shit out of you and do some 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 debauchery. Is that a word? Okay. Learn to satisfy yourself, then your mind is open to another person's body. That was some pretty good advice, I thought. Uh, Someone else says something I taught my sister. You can't tell a man how to please you and help you reach an orgasm if you don't know what it feels like. I taught her to pleasure herself and learn her body afterwards. Okay. Nice. 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 That's pretty that's pretty good advice for it for an inexperienced female. So we're going to assume an inexperienced female is a legal adult because that's all we're dealing with, but just hasn't been around a lot. This hasn't been with a lot of men and is not in a freak mode has never been taken to a freak mode or whatever. All right. So maybe uncomfortable with some things, maybe very unknowledgeable about some things. I, I like those first three. Okay, now you can't have good advice without bad advice. Kind of like how my show is. <laughs> you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll drop some jewels on your bomba clot head 
and then I'll just give you some fuckery to just completely negate all that. Um, here's a dumb chick answer. Don't be quiet. Moan and make him believe. Moan and make him believe it, sis. Acting 101. So some dumb broad decided to tell an inexperienced woman the, the advice that she needs is to fake it. Which means that she just told you, inexperienced woman, that you'll never truly be satisfied because you'll be faking it everywhere you go. That's dumb as fuck. Somebody says stick your finger in his butt. I'm just assuming they were just being stupid and we're going to pass that. I guess we didn't pass it because I said it. Uh, somebody said talk dirty. Well, how, how dirty does it? How dirty does a uh, inexperienced person talk? Like, what do they say? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Make make me feel like make me feel like I got a raise on the job. Yeah, yeah. Um, make me feel like Mama's macaroni and cheese. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, give it, give it to me, pop, papa, uh, uh, poppy daddy, give it, give it, give it to me, give it, give it to me like a, like, give it to me like you sneezed in my face and gave me a cold, like, what, what the fuck does an inexperienced, alright, that's just dumb people advice. Now, the thing that gets me about social media, fam, is that the thirsty males will always creep into any convo. So I'm going to read some thirsty male responses because thirsty males take every opportunity to try to find an opportunity to link up with somebody online because they're thirsty. All right. So here's what one thirsty male said. Inexperienced women should receive head during foreplay each and every time. Now, y'all might be saying, hey, but let me tell y'all, if you didn't know, this is a comment that a thirsty dude makes when he thinks he can game you and he's about to slide in your messenger because he smells flesh because you don't have experience or you may be an experienced woman and you're like, wow, he get down like that. I'm fucking with him. Yeah. And no, that's not betraying man code because I have to tell you all the truth about man code. Man code don't apply to thirsty niggas. It don't. Sorry. Another thirsty answer. Don't just lay there. Move your hips and make some noise. Well, he's like the dumb broad. He's telling the woman just, you know. There's some dumb guy advice. Stop laying on your back like a dead person and fuck us back. Way to go, champ. Way to go, Confucius. Here's another thirsty, uh, over horny kind of guy. Swallow the nut. Make sure he looks. Also talk to him in context. Not what he was doing early on. That doesn't even make sense. He probably had a horny overload because he probably doesn't get any ass. My advice for an inexperienced female, I kind of lean towards what some of the queens were telling her in the beginning. If you're uncomfortable, stop. Let Listen. You see these guys telling you to suck and stay still and women telling you fake it. And if you're inexperienced, you'll get with a guy that'll give you experience. He'll make you feel like you want to do that. 
thing about sex is good sex is it's it's often a partner um that that you know we were all virgins at one time somebody freaked us ain't a person listening to this show hasn't been freaked before if you if you haven't i feel for you especially if you're in your 40s or 50s my demographic about 18 to goddamn 70 i'm a demographic breaker if you ain't been freaked yet i feel for you I would just tell a, a, a inexperienced women, go go with your emotion. Not so much your, don't get caught in emotion, but go, go, go where you get that vibe. Study a guy before you really go all out. Don't, if you're inexperienced, don't be worried so much about oral and, and all that crazy stuff. Just learn foreplay. Learn romance. What man could get your nipples hard? Who's still lighting them candles? Who's still putting that, that, that them slow jams on? That, you know, freakiness is a journey. It's not a one-stop shop. You got some guys just saying, fuck us back and give us head. And these are grown-ass men. I want to go over on this one because I want to... um. I want to read this thing about y'all sucking off these cucumbers real quick while we here, while we in the gutter, you know, but I don't really think that the, the previous question was in the gutter. An inexperienced woman should feel her way around and just remember, just because you're not experienced with sex, that don't mean you're not experienced with game, the bullshit that comes out of men's mouths. If you're a lesbian, the bullshit that comes out of women's mouths, you know? But you're bumping to somebody that'll make you feel comfortable doing that. And it's not going to be somebody that's like, hey, what you're not used to? Oh, you don't have a lot of sex. You're not used to that. Here, take this penis, put it in your mouth. Oh, oh, oh. Pump the back of your fucking throat out. Social media always exposes people you can tell don't get no ass. It always does. It exposes the bitter ones. It exposes, it exposes people. There was a chick on here that had an answer. It was, it was so angry. Um, but I can't find it. So, yeah, if you're inexperienced with sex, ladies, uh, take your time. <coughs> Excuse me. Take your time. You're not in a rush. You know, I lost my virginity at 13 and I wish I hadn't. And now, you know, it seems so, you know, it seemed like such a macho thing back in the day. But I had sex unprotected at 13 years old. And I thought I was ejaculating and I was actually peeing. So I ended up kind of peeing halfway in the chick. There's nothing. Shit is dumb. Like, take your time and learn and don't rush. Somebody is going to get it right. It's not the words of a man. Yo, hey, baby, you know, when I look at you, I see the stars and I see Venus. Oh, forget all that. It's going to be a feeling. It's going to be the guy that takes his time and he's he's learning you. Y'all got to get learned. I'm going to get my wife on the show. She got learned. Ain't like I was her first, but she got learned. Got to get learned. Shit. Y'all heard Miss Moody on the show. I wouldn't be saying some shit she going to get on and fucking bust me out for. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah not a freak you you can be a freak if you want to be just you know let your vibe determine what's going on 
Okay, so the second post is someone posted and they didn't put a group up. So now your females are sucking off cucumbers for social media. What part of the game is this? Now, fam, I got to tell y'all really quick. Um, I didn't. I wasn't really aware that people were sucking cucumbers off for so, for the social media. I know social media corrupts most a lot of you, not most of you. I know people are doing anything for like, but I, w- I didn't know the new shit was licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer and sucking off cucumbers till I saw these posts. So I watched the video. And sure enough, the new thing is, and, and I, I'm sure that every race of woman does it. It just so happened that I coincidentally just saw all of my Nubian queens. Sucking the fuck out of cucumbers. Way to go, ladies. Ah, no, no. Is this the cucumber challenge? What do y'all suck the juice out of the cucumber? You suck the skin off of the cucumber? Uh, Are y'all washing the pesticides off of those things before you stick them in your mouth? This is the new thing. Women are sucking the fuck out of cucumbers on social media to show off their dick sucking skills. Lady, let me let me let me explain. Some, excuse me, penis. Yeah, whatever. Let me explain something to y'all. Please don't get mad when fellas walk up to you and ask you what that mouth be like. No, don't suck your teeth and get mad. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Just because I'm sucking a cucumber on social media for likes don't mean a man has the right to approach me. Ah, you're actually, you're right. But yeah, the same motherfuckers that told the inexperienced woman to just suck dick and fuck them and move around, they're going to walk up on you. I'm not going to walk up on you. I'm just going to look at you like you're fucking pathetic and you'll do anything for social media. That's the new craze, y'all sucking cucumbers. Who knew? Ladies, way to go. Way to go, real classy. Uh, uh, men do a lot of dumb shit on social media. Indeed. I didn't even know y'all ladies were still twerking with pride. <laughs> I'm out of the loop. Those were your Facebook posts of the week. Sucking cucumbers. Way to go, ladies. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show, family. We're about to get out of here, but we're going to do our random thoughts, comments, questions. Uh, you, You know what, fam? I've been thinking about creating a new segment called Can I Vent? And that's when I'm going to let, I'll either vent, I'm going to let you guys hit me up on social media or hit me up 678-386-5331. You vent and I just say it for the world. All right. I'm going to do both right now. So I'm going to do a tester for this can I vent thing because I have something to vent about. I I, I want to talk about, so today I went to Moles. Okay. And I want to try to do this as quick as, as I possibly can. So. I went to Moe's, and I don't know if it's Moe's or Moe's to Goals. I know Moe's. It's, it's the fake Mexican spot, in my opinion. Excuse me. That's only my opinion. My opinion does not represent the, the Beat Break 87 FM and its employees, owners, uh, uh, you know, yeah, and, and advertising and all that stuff. So I go to Moe's because I wanted taco salad. Now, let me tell you guys really quickly. I make a bomb taco salad. 
usually we get ground turkey and we we cook that up season it up not too heavy we're not crazy on the salty stuff around here nice little some taco seasonings a little cayenne pepper it comes out really bomb but then we ghetto fired in the in the best way we get spicy doritos we put them on the plate we put our ground turkey on top of that we put some taco sauce on top of the meat we put lettuce onions uh, mild and sharp cheddar cheese sometimes jalapenos oh man it's the, the most delicious thing in the world and i wanted that today but i didn't feel like coming in the house and cooking because i had played racquetball for two and a half hours and i had stuff to do so i said let me go to Moe's and get some ground beef don't need a lot of red meat but let me get some ground beef from Moe's and i'll get everything else i'll just pour the ground beef on top yeah you know i've done it before so I go to Moe's and the young lady, the very attractive young lady, she she doesn't say welcome to Moe's when I walk in the door. They usually welcome to Moe's. This nigga ain't say, you know, this mofo ain't tell me welcome to Moe's. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I just want my size. I want to get out, the, uh, out of the building. You know what I'm saying? So, but she's pleasant. She's not rude, but you can tell she kind of doesn't want to be there. So I'm kind of like, well, I said, listen, I just, I just need, I need, I need four scoops of ground beef. That's all I need. I don't want chips. I don't want nothing. Just give me the ground beef. Just give me the ground beef. When I walked in, she was putting a trash bag in a trash can. She went straight from doing that to touching the cup that she was going to put my food in. Me being me, I said, excuse me, don't you wash your hands before you touch food? She's like, excuse me? I said, yeah, you just put a garbage bag in the thing and you're making food. No hand wash, no gloves. She's like, oh, wow, I'm sorry, sir. I said, no, don't be sorry. Just where's the, are you the man? Let me talk to the manager. She's like, are you serious? I, I, I put the gloves on. It's too fucking late. You, you already touched shit. Y'all don't want no garbage bag ground beef, son. Fuck is wrong with you? Yo, now with that, I, yo, listen. Where, where you're at in life, I understand you may be young and angry or you may be old and angry. But where you are, where you are in life is usually because of you. You may just be a student. You may be a young kid earning some extra money for the summer. It could be anything. It could be what you're the only thing that you're qualified for. I don't knock anybody's job. You do what you do. But show some pride. Don't touch my shit. Don't touch it. Don't don't put a garbage bag in a garbage can and touch. Yo, so I yo. She get, I step to the side because I don't want to make a scene. And me, and I said, yo, how, what is this? She was like, no, that's totally wrong. She, she knows, she knows better than that. I said, yeah, well, I don't, I don't want this. She was like, well, I'll go, I'll go over there. And I said, no, because she touched. The only way I could take the ground beef now is if, first of all, you get a cup from the very bottom she didn't touch. Secondly, I don't. She's probably been doing this and touching spoon. I just don't want it. So I went to another Moe's. 
that to the managers think she was she was apologetic she gave me her information she says i'll make it up to you i'm sorry about that and she did speak to the young lady and the young lady's looking at me like she's mad the fuck are you mad at me for These fuck, yo, man, whether it's in the drive-thru, a restaurant, bartender, whatever you are, I respect everybody's job, but don't whine and don't fucking shit on me because of your decisions or your position. A lot of you are in positions that you put yourself in, and a lot of people, you're just in positions that's where you at at this stage of life. You'll probably end up being CEOs or something. But don't touch shit when you're touching trash. It's just fucking nasty, B. So I can never go there again, which is fucked up because they health score was like 94. Mrs. Moody doesn't let us eat anywhere, I think, under 90 or 88. I forgot what it is. I got to ask her. All right. Random thoughts. Megan uh, Rapino from the USA women's soccer team. She should run for office. She should. Uh, um, She's outstanding. She has all the charisma in the world. She's hyper intelligent. She's athletic. She she cares. She's smarter than the president, but everybody is. And she definitely pissed him off because she said, fuck them. And they're not going to the White House to eat Big Macs. She didn't say that. I added that. And he he tried to shoot barbs at her. But, you know, Trump is a, a man child. And and Megan Rapino, she's. She'd probably do better than the bumbling Democrat party against Trump. Yo, I think this lady can get more votes than all the Democrats put together. Okay, random thought. Congratulations, USA women's team. Pick up, salute, ring the bell. Proud of y'all. Young American tennis sensation Corey Coco Goff is working that black girl magic at the 2019 Wimbledon, y'all. And she's advanced to the fourth round, or I think that's the Sweet 16. Uh, I think my wife said that's the Sweet 16. As a matter of fact, I think she played this morning. I don't know the results because I, I don't check. I didn't check. In case you didn't know, she's only 15 years old. And she came back. If y'all saw her third round, she came back from no man's or no woman's land and won that match with the type of composure uh, you, I, I, I get, you only see it from seasoned veterans. So, congrats to Coco. Let me go check your results after, after this. Okay, I'll check it later on. Either way, you win. So proud of you. Listen, 15 years old, all the composure in the world, unranked as of now, but she actually financially changed the lives of her and her family with her performance um, at Wimbledon. She's phenomenal. She's going to be something. All right. So I guess I have a sports theme uh, random thought today. I saw a clip where three people got critically gorged while they were fucking with the Bulls during the Bull Run somewhere. Y'all know how they fuck with the Bulls. If you know about this event, people stab the Bull. They they throw spears in the Bull and they they abuse the fuck out of the animal. I, I still haven't figured out why. I guess it's tradition. But I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I love to see the Bulls fuck you savages up. I do. I do. I love to see you get hurt. I do. See, that's what makes me so different from everybody else. Because the biggest penalty I can have is to be taken off the air and I'll, I'll survive. I'll be all right. You know, <laughs> that's why it's a hit. 
I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. I love to see the Bulls fuck you all up. When you people say shark attacks and stuff like that, the shark didn't. You're in the shark's house. You're in the water. You're a human, motherfucker. The shark's home. And he's going to bite you if you come in his house. I don't love to see people get ate by sharks, but I do love it if you're in the water to harm a shark. You know, so I saw a clip. The bull was fucking people up. It's great. I thought it was awesome. Those are from my, uh, my random thoughts, family. Um, and that was my venting. If you want to vent, 678-386-5331. Hey, send me the text. I'll read it on the show. All right, fam. That was the Jeff is Moody show. I hope you enjoyed the show. But make, for, make sure, please, for me, that you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war. And don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is madness. You may not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The classic podcast throwback is up next, followed by the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thank you for letting me be me. See y'all next week with week 24 and another hot one. Young Sean, thanks for that bounce, kid. Thanks for that dilla. Thank you for keeping my bounce steady today. And we overcame every obstacle that was in front of us. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. We got another one. Love y'all. See y'all next week. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87.